0: And welcome in to another episode of Weekly Fantasy Basketball. Today we are once again joined by Nicholas Dines. Um, thanks for Hello. coming in again. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so we've got some new news. James Harden has been in a blockbuster deal, um, uh, including Jarrett Allen, Torian Prince, and Vic- and um, Karis Levert. So, and then Karis LeVert was sent to Indiana, and Victor Aldipo will be in Houston. And then there's a trade with Jarrett Allen. I don't know all of the details, but I know that Jarrett Allen has ended up in Cleveland, Um, James Harden in Brooklyn, and Karis LeVert in Indiana. So now, as I said, Instead of starting before, instead of starting uh, Jared Allen, you should actually start Karis LeVert. That would be my take on it because Andre Drummond, and that's just a big lineup there on Cleveland, Larry Nance Jr., all those players. So take that over the take. Karis LeVert over Jared Allen would be my take. And then for the main, for, for what we're going to be doing mainly – is high-selling trade players which means players who you can get who you can get one player for two players so we're gonna start um the first one is for Luka Doncic so he's he's averaging just great numbers uh, so he's he's averaging Twenty-seven and a half points per game, so twenty-seven points, nine rebounds, eight assists. So that's that's pretty much a triple double. So that you that's a high-selling player, and then that would be for A D'Angelo Russell, who is not actually having the worst season. He's he's not. He's doing pretty good, but um. So him, who is nice scorer, and then plus Chris Middleton, so that wouldn't suck. As D'Angelo Russell is averaging just twenty points, three rebounds, five assists. That's solid. That's that's an easy start for. That's an easy call for as a start and then chris middleton averaging just a bit better numbers with his um, with his with, with more talent on his lineup as he is averaging 21.6 rebounds five assists so chris middleton is better but them combined would be a nice steal for for Luka Doncic. Number two, Nick, um, what are your takes? It's Kawhi Leonard for Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley. Would that be good for you?
1: Well, Kawhi Leonard obviously going to be an all-star this year. He's averaging 24 points, seven rebounds, and seven assists or something like that. And he's going for Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley. Um, Mike Conley, he's been kind of hot the last couple of games, but so has Donovan Mitchell. So I think they're trying to find their rhythm in Utah, but together they're definitely a force, and I think that it's just a solid trade idea.
0: Yeah, I get the same vibes from that. Uh, Mike Conley went a little late in our league because there was some doubt in him, but the last couple games he's coming off big numbers. And um, then Donovan Mitchell, I love him. I think he's gonna get you great stats, and that's that's a trade I'd go for. As also Kawhi Leonard is just stud and he's awesome. Next, Giannis Antetokounmpo for Gordon Hayward and Jason Tatum. So that that may seem like a bit much from the Tatum side, with cause Gordon Hayward averaging uh solid uh solid 22 points per game, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. But it seems like he's averaging a lot more if you look at the latest games as he's dropping 44, 26, uh only 13, which is concerning, and then 34 and then only 16 and then he didn't play against Toronto. And then Jason Tatum who in my opinion Is is a rising star and just not and still years away from his prime. Maybe only a couple years, but um, with the rising star, he's he's injured at the moment. But that's all COVID protocol. Um, their contact tracing, all that. But twenty six points, seven rebounds, three assists. So that's that's a bit much for Giannis, but Giannis this season, his free throw percentage the last game was ten percent, which really hurts. But he's he's been turning up the assists lately, and with the inconsistency and the injury of Jason Tatum, and then the inconsistency from Gordon Hayward, I'd say it kind of balances out. Uh, Nick, what's your take?
1: Well, Giannis, he's basically averaging, or he's almost averaging a a triple-double. But, you know, Jason Tatum's injured, but he will be back soon. Gordon Hayward is almost back to his all-star form that he was in Utah. But together, I think that they could be, Gordon Hayward might be an all-star this year. I think Jason Tatum will be this year. And together, I feel like they're a good price to get Giannis.
0: So yeah, next we have um, Nikola Jokic for Zach Levine and Clint Capella. So Nick, what do you think about this one?
1: Well, Nikola Nikola Jokic is averaging a twenty five point triple double with twelve assists or twelve rebounds. But Zach Levine averaging like twenty seven points per game. Five rebounds, five assists, and Clint Capella. He's he's been solid lately on the Hawks. Uh, but Zach Levine, I think he's in the prime of his career. Clint Capella, a little past his prime, but together, they're they're around the skill level of Nikola Jokic.
0: Yeah, Nikola Jokic. When you say someone is averaging a triple double he is actually averaging a triple-double. Um, 24 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists. And then you do have... Um, you do have Zach Levine averaging, as Nick said, um, as Nick said, 27, 28 points. Uh, yeah, 28, 5, and 5. And then you've got a... You've, and then you've got a Clank Capella averaging not not horrible stats really just thirteen and twelve something like that. Um, so I'd say that that pretty much equals a a um, a Nikola Jokic because that's Nikola Jokic is actually averaging a triple double, but those two. If you have on your team, you could get the points, the rebounds, the assists, all that. So, and then Jokic also provides that. So that's a nice balancing out. And then we will see another Zach Levine in one of these next trades. Um, but next we've got LeBron James for Nikola Vucevic and John Collins. To me, this is a pretty fair trade. LeBron James, um, I'm just wondering when that time is going to come that he's too old and he's going to start fading off. Well, Marcus Aldridge is having that season now, uh, just going downhill. But LeBron James is having another title-like season, averaging just great stats, uh, great assists, great rebounds, and providing triple-doubles. Uh, let's see. So he's he's averaging. Um, he is averaging twenty four points, eight rebounds, seven assists. So that's that's a pretty good deal to also get Nikola Vucevic, who is averaging twenty one points, ten rebounds, three assists, and then adding John Collins to the deal. Who is not not having an amazing season? Sixteen point seven rebounds, five one one assist. But those together, I feel like you could get off on a LeBron for that one. LeBron might have the the little upper hand, but those are two players who are solid starts, or actually three players. So I, I I'm I'd favor that trade in some circumstances. Nick, what do you think?
1: Well, LeBron, as you pointed out, averages eight assists. Nikola Vucevic and John Collins combined only average four, so those assists might might have to you might have to look out for those. But Nikola Vucevic is averaging twenty one and ten, and John Collins is almost averaging a double double with, as Ian says, as Ian said, sixteen and seven but LeBron averaging seven rebounds, eight assists. So I feel like LeBron, but LeBron might not have the opportunity with AD on his team, but Nikola Vucevic might have a a little more than LeBron and so may Don Collins, but I feel like this is still a fair trade
0: Okay, um, next you'll go first on saying your thoughts about trading Bradley Beal, and this is the second Zach Levine trade, Bradley Beal for Zach Levine and Kristaps Porzingis. Well,
1: Kristaps Porzingis in the in his first two games, I think it has been, he's been a solid, but Zach Levine, like we said, just awesome, all-star numbers, but Bradley Beal. He's been averaging thirty-five points per game. That's the highest in the league so far. Zach Levine is averaging twenty-seven. Chris averaging like fifteen points. Yeah. But Bradley Beal is possibly in the running for MVP this year. I don't. I don't think he'll win it. But with voter f- fatigue going to Giannis. <laughs> He definitely has a chance. But Zach Levine and Kristaps, just solid numbers, both of them combined. And I feel like this could be a real trade and a fair one.
0: Yeah, Bradley Beal, um, who didn't go, didn't go first overall pick, is playing like he he should have gone First pick with 35, 5, and 5. Um, really just tearing up. So, Zach Levine and Chris Stapps, that provides, that provides nice rebounds, assists, and points. But Bradley Beal is a very solid player. So, Bradley Beal might have slightly the upper hand. But on a long shot, I'm not sure if Bradley Beal can keep up these numbers. And for a long shot, I'd say that this would be a pretty fair trade. Next, uh, second to last, Anthony Davis for Victor Oladipo and Buddy Healed. Normally Anthony Davis would be higher on the trade market with for better players, but this year he's not he's not playing as as well as he was in years before. Um, that that could very very well change and I believe it will change. But um and then Victor Aldipo, who was one of my favorite NBA players, he provides nice in all three categories. And then Buddy Heald, who provides amazing threes, pretty nice points. But um so I'm I really like um I really like this this um the buddy healed Victor aldipo side of it because Anthony Davis isn't averaging prime stuff but um that that could very that could very well change um and I think it will change with LeBron he and LeBron they haven't it's early in season so I think I think they're going to find their stride and then really just go at it and and I'm I could see them winning another title. It sounds a little bit crazy but uh, if they they're really talented Anthony Davis isn't Producing like he should be doing. So, pretty much that's that's my take on this. And then, Stephen Curry for Devin Booker and Rudy Gobert will be our last one. Nick, what's your take?
1: Well, Steph Curry is almost back to his MVP form. I hope he gets there one day. But, I don't think he can do it without Klay Thompson. But Devin Booker and Rudy Gobert, they're two rising stars. And Gobert on Utah, he can just clean up that glass and then just get a bunch of putbacks. And for Steph Curry, you know, he has all the opportunity in the world. But if he wants to have those assists, like I said, he needs Klay Thompson. And Devin Booker, he has Chris Paul on his team, who's one of the best, if not the best, um, facilitators in the league. And I feel like that that will help his points. Devin Booker not, not getting to the best start, not getting to the start that he really wanted. But I believe that in – uh, later in the season, he'll, he'll um
0: get back to being Devin Booker. Yeah, Devin Booker isn't having the worst start, oh, just 23 points. But I'm used to seeing him. I haven't watched him very much, but I'm used to seeing him drop 28. And then, um. but 23 points doesn't suck. Steph Curry is averaging 28 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. So, um, I'd say he's getting those numbers up. He's, um, one of the main, something that catches your eye is when he dropped 62 against Portland, which is, I believe, the highest we've seen yet this season. And so that's a huge booster to his, to, um, to his average, because even if he scored 62 in one game and then... The next game couldn't make a basket. He would still be averaging thirty-one points. So, um, so I think that this is a fair trade, as also Rudy Gobert um, is is um, Utah is a pretty stacked team. Um, but I think he really covers up the big man ga- the big man role. Um, if I, um, he's averaging 11 points, 12 rebounds, uh, 13 rebounds, actually, and then only one assist, but blocks is off the charts. I'm not sure if he's had a game yet without a block. Let's see if that updated. But, um, I think that's a pretty fair trade because Rudy Gobert and Devin Booker both good players and then stephen curry also another good player so it's good for good and then if you add it up it's great for great so i would i would i would do that trade so that that's that wraps it up for us um that was a high selling trade players episode of the Weekly fantasy basketball podcast. I was I got in this episode a little bit late. I'm sorry about that. And Nick, thanks for coming on twice in a row. It's a huge favor for you to do that. Um it's been great. Yeah, your your insights on basketball are amazing. Just knowing knowing the players inside out and how they play. So then, um, that, that's a wrap for today. Nick, thanks for coming in. I'll see you guys next week and bye.